Funk is a sensation. A universal feeling from another dimension. Funk's that thump in your chest that just makes you want to get on up and dance. Funk is all about rhythm. This affects your movements. It affects your speech. It affects the way that you dress. Funk, in its essence, makes you dance, makes you move. Some kind of tribal feeling or tribal message just makes people want to dance from the core of their heart. Definition of funk, warm, damp place to give life. Hello Groovers, welcome to another edition of Liquid Sunshine, your weekly injection of deep funk, rare groove, beats, disco, all the good stuff. My name is Martin Flott and it's going to be an absolutely wonderful show again tonight. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different setup that I, than I do normally. A couple of weeks ago I met this DJ, DJ Detention, or Jordan Abella. Uh, uh, and uh, we started talking about the influence of disco on electronic music and particularly Deep House and he's provided some wonderful mixes and Jordan and I will be having a bit of a chat about Deep House and disco and how they uh, merge together. Um, what, uh, what are we going to do first? I'm going to uh, uh, lay down some of my mixes uh, before we go uh, and introduce Jordan. And then um, uh, Jordan and I will have a chat about uh, his mixes. He's provided two wonderful Deep House mixes. And after that, um, I'm going to give you another one of my mixes. Uh, so let's hit it off.
That's a great selection of house tracks there, uh, all from the late 90s and early 2000s. And, and that's the theme on Liquid Sunshine tonight. Uh, because, you know, we've been uh, having a little bit of a journey through times in the last few um, shows. Uh, we started off, um, uh, you know, with the really early disco um, and the development of that. So we had the Cell Soul show, um, which was pure disco, and then all the you know the new disco that Cheek uh, came out with uh, and then a couple of weeks ago we had this uh, a wonderful re-edit show where uh, you know all these old disco tracks were given a new lease of life now for this show we're focusing on um, uh, the effect that disco has had and the influence that disco has had on the development of house and dance music and uh, to dis discuss that a bit further, I met with uh, Jordan Abella or DJ Detention um, earlier in the week. And um, I'll uh, play you the uh, interview that I did with Jordan. And um, uh, we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat, Jordan and I, and uh, he'll play two of the mixes that he prepared as well. After we've had the interview, um, I'll play another mix of mine. Um, enjoy. So you're listening to uh, Liquid Sunshine on Artsound FM, uh, 92.7 in Canberra and 90.3 uh, down the south of Canberra and Tuggeranong. Uh, my name is Martin Flotz and with me is Jordan Abella, uh, also known as DJ uh, DJ Detention. Yep. Um, uh, Jordan has provided, uh, uh, I met Jordan a little while ago and uh, we were talking about funk music mm. and disco music and how disco influenced um, uh, modern electronic and particularly house music yeah. um, so uh, Jordan is a DJ uh, and he's provided some uh, a couple of wonderful mixes uh, showing the influence of disco on um, uh, on on house um, but before we go there um, um, uh, let us introduce 
Jordan. Welcome to the program. Thank uh, you. Uh, it's it's a delight to have you on here. Um, and we've listened to the um, uh, mixes that you've provided uh, prior to the program, um, and, mm. and they're absolutely wonderful. Um, so, um, are you originally from uh, Canberra? Yeah, born and bred. All born twenty-one bred. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, do I understand correctly that you spent some time in Melbourne as well? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have relations in Melbourne, and um, as a result, I move in and out between. Uh, Canberra and Melbourne, just for holiday. Um, yeah. You know, my residency is in Canberra. Um, but, um, yeah, I have some uh, experience and time in, in Melbourne, um, mainly through KISS FM and um, as well as UCF. Sorry, yeah. Pardon me. As well as UCFM in Canberra. Yeah. And um, that's uh, that's been quite interesting. Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, how long you've been DJing? So initially, I picked it up when I was fifteen, and I started doing uh, internet broadcasting yeah. um, with this very small internet forum. Yeah. Um, I did that for about a year or two, and then I moved on to backup mixing as part of my on-air duties for um, UCFM, which yeah. is a, another radio station in Canberra, another community station like uh, yeah. like Art Sound, and um, that went really well. I was playing the backup role for when guest presenters didn't come on air. Yeah. And um, then after that, I decided to buy some of my own equipment yeah. and, you know, picking it up after learning the software for so long and, you know, being familiar with audio production, it was a really natural movement. Yeah. Um, so I say to people, look, I've been hardware DJing for maybe a year, but I've been DJing for 10 yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, with the ten years time uh, that that includes your interest in music, collecting music, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, listening yeah. to music and yeah. thinking about how it fits into each other mm. and playing it to other people, yep. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So, are you do you uh, DJ from vinyl or do you DJ digital? At uh, the moment, it's it's digital. I wanted to produce a vinyl only set, but I don't have enough at the yeah. moment. Um, I do record a lot of my vinyl and convert it into electronic and there's some vinyl only tracks that I've I've used in the mixtape um namely yeah. the I think the Felix the Housecat one is a good example yeah. uh, as well as the Simoncino track yeah um so I think yeah for the most part it is electronic maybe once I get a bit more flexible and a bit more well, a bit less hex, um, then I'll have money to get some turntables <laughs> yeah. and start really using vinyl. So how did you get into uh, listening to house music particularly? Um, when I was maybe 10 or 11, um, I bought my first album with my own money, which was Ministry of Sound Sessions 5. And uh, for me as a kid, that was a completely different sound to what I'd heard. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to understand dance music when yeah. I was younger. It was well, like this mysterious adult thing that yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> That's right. If, couldn't I, if touch. I can interrupt you there, the yeah. uh, the Ministry of Sound um, uh, is a great way of of getting into this kind of music. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're really really good. So for any listeners out there who, who may not be too familiar with that, uh, it's the uh, Ministry of Sound compilations are a great way of uh, yeah. of getting familiar with it. Yeah, I think any of the early any of the earlier albums are really worth your time. So maybe between sessions one to ten, they're a great, yeah. not only a historical catalogue of mm. house music, but they also really show the level of mixing that went into the production of those, especially Definitely. in those early times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and most of those were, in fact, I imagined on uh, on vinyl initially rather oh, yes. than digital. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So uh, you got the Ministry of House uh, CD, and yep. that that piqued your interest in in house music. Yeah, it just kind of went from there. Um, yeah. 
I started collecting more and more and more, and yeah. um, then I started looking beyond only what was coming through Ministry of Sound, and I started looking through the internet. I started um, exploring different forums, finding different producers and artists, and um, eventually just kind of collecting what I liked, um, even if I wasn't listening. I was just listening to it for myself. Yeah. But then that collection eventually transformed into stuff that I want to play to other people. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, playing to other people and playing it loud, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to uh, Art Sound FM. This is Liquid Sunshine. My name is Martin Flott, and with me I've got Jordan, who's uh, uh, provided us with some awesome mixes uh, for tonight. Um, and uh, let's listen to his first mix, How Disco Became House.
Like the first mix off with with good old print song. <laughs> so that was a re-edit from um, one of my friends in uh, Greece, actually uh, yeah. DJ S, but his full name is Stasis. Um, yeah, Stathis Grakaris, potentially. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I had good friends with him uh, through the internet back when I was maybe fifteen or sixteen, and he sent me a crate of all of his re-edits that he's done, and he's done like eighty or to a hundred or so. Yeah. Very subtle re-edits, yeah. but. Um, that track really illustrates a popular example of where house music, well, sorry, where disco was integrated into yeah. popular music. And then I thought I'll, you know, go one level further and make it a re-edit. With the other songs that you play in there? Yes. Yeah. Um, why, why were you um, attracted to them? So for the ones in the first mix, yeah. um, those kind of take a historical progression. Yeah. Um, New C was... Um, Originally, that second track was originally written in, I think, 1992. Yeah. And um, the dub edit 
perfectly illustrates how kind of re-edits transitioned into original sound. Yeah. Um, the the way that house music sort of began to form, so the legend goes, is um, yeah. uh, it transitioned out of uh, DJs buying samplers and then extending the intros and outros of disco tracks to make them easier to mix. Yeah. And by mixing those outros and intros, you had developed a very distinct minimal techno uh, technical sound so technically focused sound yeah and it wasn't disco but it was very rhythm focused yes um and that track really illustrated how popular it had become because it was one of the first to be released as a dub edit so yeah. with the vocals intentionally removed extended out to like a nine minute track it yes. was fairly groundbreaking at the time mm. um but it was uh, I didn't want to pick something that was also fairly well listened to. Um, <laughs> but as you can see, it, it still fits the archetype of a disco track. That's um, right. With the with the vocals, fairly sort of distinct synth um, and interesting rhythm as well. It's not a solid 4-4. It's, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you're saying that this, this this is a good example of the um, uh, development of, of uh, um, yeah. samples yeah. and edits. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, from remixing on, where remixing was more like extending the songs by, you know, ending in a, uh, uh, adding an extra bridge or an extra chorus, yeah. extra instrumental yeah. break yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, this also uh, extended it on the uh, intro and the outro. Yeah. 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 Um, and as for some of the other ones in the first yeah. mix, um, let me just refresh my memory. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kerry Chandler I used twice because I think he's the best example out there of disco and deep house yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, why, why do you think so? He's very well known in a modern sense and he's also getting a bit of revival for what he's doing. Yeah. Um, there's stuff that he's produced, like the Atmosphere EP, which first came out in 1990. Yeah. That's Climax 1, which is in the second mix. Yeah. Um, but there's more recent stuff which still has that disco sound, which is The Promise, which we yeah. were in the first set. Mm. Um, and he's still producing, even in 2018, nowadays, yeah. the same sort of stuff that's focused on that extension of disco. Yeah. When when did he start to get on the scene, do you know? Probably 1991. Yeah. Um, that was when he released the Atmosphere EP on Shelter Records, which yeah. is an amazing, yeah. amazing EP. Yeah. Um, it's got some of the most iconically sounded instrumentals out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, there's also, um, I guess going back to your first point on um, how disco transitioned in a house, it's still being used, those sort of disco archetypes are still being used today in yeah. house music. Um, the last one on the first mix, Chili High Fly, that was only released in 2016. It's very, very recent, and it's got a very recent modern sound to it. Yeah. But it's still that's, got that's that That's a sort remix of... was released in yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah, the original yeah. was uh, early in the 2000s, maybe 2001 or so, yep, I think. Yep. Yeah. So you can see yeah. how it's still being constantly updated yeah. and brought back that's to the right, surface. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's an awesome song. And that goes back, of course, the Chili High Fly song. Uh, it's got the um, old Cool and the Gang um, yep. sample in there. Yeah. Exactly. So it transcends, what, 40 or 50 years uh, yeah. of music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I really like that version of the Chili High Fly song. Um, uh, I don't know if they did much else than Is It Love. Um, uh, I'm not sure either. No, it, it was just a, a group of producers in Sydney um, that came up with this wonderful song. Yeah. 
just being able to make simplicity work really well. Yeah. And that's something that is a little bit rarer to find these days. Nowadays, mm. it's more focused about exactly what you can do with instruments and um, electronic instruments in particular. So yeah. the, the most interesting sound that you can make. Yeah. That's not a bad thing in its own right, but the 90s really got it down pat and some of the late 80s as well. Yeah. Because they were focused on the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. So my my theory is is that uh, that's that that it is so. I, I agree with you, um, and that is so because at at that time in the late eighties and early nineties, uh, the computing power that was available, and more importantly, mm. the memory that was available, mm. was of, mm. of course very minimal. So uh, they couldn't work on on uh, extensive uh, computer generated sounds um, uh, simply because it wasn't available. Yeah. Um, I believe I read somewhere, um, you know, the first Prodigy album, mm. they were using samples of 128 kilobytes. You yep. know, it's it's like, you know, two or three second samples at the most. Yeah. Um, so they could really focus on, on uh, or they had to focus on uh, on the rhythm um, because, well, that's that's the uh, instruments that uh, were available. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and then you get the um, uh, uh, development in the later 90s mm. um, where the computing power increases and the memory increases and where uh, you get um, increased use of samples and, and re-edits as well. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I really liked that, that that period because it's it's a good blend of of the old analog sounds uh, of the disco music yeah. with with the new uh, uh, computer uh, computer sounds or yeah, electronic I agree with that. sounds yeah yeah I think um, people are looking to preserve history going forward yeah um, and as computers and the internet became more readily available to everyone yeah. Um, you saw people who were uploading and sharing some of their favorite tunes from either when they were a kid or stuff that they'd been working on. Yeah. And you had communities that were blending tracks and making individual stuff that, you know, maybe would never reach more than 100 people or so. Mm. But there were tracks being churned out, you know, pretty much every week from people who were just doing it for the love of it. Yeah. That's where you get a really organic, genuine sound from. That's it's right. not just big companies putting out tracks that they know will sell it's mm. people who are just doing stuff because they can yeah. and they have a platform for it now yes that's that's right and that's indeed with the increase of the use of the internet of course mm. so it could be distributed a lot mm. easier to uh, people who were interested in it yeah so if you compare that to the music that's that's being made now where you say it's, it's a lot more about what you can generate uh, yep. with, with the computers the sound itself is a lot more uh, compressed i suppose yes uh, yeah um so the, uh, i mean we go back to that chili high fly song uh, that's that's a beautiful example of how you've got the uh, organic disco sounds the analog sounds mm. and the uh, and the computer sounds
So, so Jordan, um, let's talk about uh, the second mix that, uh, mm. that you've prepared for us a little bit. Um, um, you know, you've called it Disco's Influence. Um, and uh, it's got some uh, amazing tracks in it. Um, uh, you and I, we've already talked about it a little bit. Uh, mm. But maybe you can take the listeners to, uh, to it, through it uh, as well. Um, what, um, uh, why did you include the uh, first track, uh, Simon Chino track, um, Where Did You Go? It's, it's a dub version of it so yeah, you know there's yeah. not much uh, not much vocals yep. in there the the vocal version is uh for my taste cluttered it's a very good version and yeah. i do like it a lot it was the original yeah um that simoncino track is an interesting one because he's an italian house producer so for him to collaborate with julian jonah was going out a little bit of the way for him yeah um but the dub version really perfectly illustrates Deep House, yep. which is a sort of subgenre of house music that focuses on not just that technical rhythm that mm. house, you know, likes to follow that structure, but it's got that really melodic flow to it. Yeah. And I think the dub version perfectly encapsulates that. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful little sound. Um, yeah. Very, very quiet, but just subtle enough to hit the right notes i suppose yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, good um uh, and you follow that with uh, the black jazz consortium ah, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, where it came from yeah so this one was actually really recent it's off a label called deep explorer anyone who likes deep house should really check it out it's a great great label yeah um that track is uh, another good example of sort of that flowing sound which is yeah. what i wanted to keep going um I ended up finishing that Simoncino track by looping out the vocal, um, yeah. which you, you might have heard if you're keenly listening. Um, I really wanted to show how looping really can structure its own style of music. Yeah. Um, in that sense, you're not really sure where that the Simoncino track ends and the Black Jazz Consortium track really begins. That's right, yeah. Um, and that is kind of the style that was being promoted in the early 90s with House. It was one never-ending, never-distinctly-changing sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and looping is something that's being used uh, uh, in particularly live DJing quite a lot, of oh, course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Can, can, you tell, can you tell the listeners what, what exactly looping is? So um, it's where you essentially take a sample. It can be one beat or two beats, four beats, yeah. and you loop it. Yeah. Um, but depending on what you loop and how you do it, you can basically add a, a whole other dimension to a track. Mm. Um, let's say that you're particularly keen on the vocals of a track, but not the latter half of it. Maybe the latter track goes into a different dimension. Yeah. As a DJ, you might look at that and think, okay, well, I can just loop out the last eight beats of that yeah. because it's the solid rhythm yeah. and then bring in the second track over the top of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that's quite right. I, I love looping. I, it, oh yeah, it yeah. Uh, it works on my uh, you know slightly psychedelic uh, <laughs> requirements as well. Um, now uh, the next track after that is Kerry Chandler, uh, mm. who we heard of in the first mix yeah. of uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Awesome tracks, climax one. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it comes from. It's quite recent too. Is that is that right? Um, somewhat. So the promise was in the first mixtape, and that was 2015. That was a fairly recent edit. Yeah. Um, climax one came off the Atmosphere EP, which was very early 1991 and late 1990. Um, that track, climax one, was not the key track of the album. It was mm. track one that was the big track. 
Um, but um, for it's kind of part of this growing disco revival where that sound is being preserved and maintained. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you've actually chosen for the Deep House tracks some really early tracks, some really, yep. you, you know, that really lie at the genesis of the, of the Deep House. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, that, that's kind of to illustrate that it's not just a modern phenomenon. Mm. It really was pursued and continued as a as a distinct sound yeah yeah yeah, yeah we well, now what 25 years later already mm. and it's uh, um, uh, i suppose it's still developing in that respect. Yeah, yeah 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 i think the, the great thing about being dj now is because of the advent of you know the internet spotify music sharing to an enormous degree yeah you can play whatever you want as a dj yeah um, obviously it's a little bit harder to play certain stuff in certain areas because you might be playing for a small township or something like yeah. that. But if you're in a large city, you can play pretty much anything you want. Yeah. Um, and it really does work well. Yeah. After Kerry Chandler, you get Lola's team from the shape, shapeshifters. Yeah. yeah so, awesome um, track. it's a very iconic classic track. Yeah. Um, great disco. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that track I chose because it's a great example of the popular blend of disco and house. And it's a, you know, I think we'll look back on it 20 or 30 years from now and call it an absolute classic because, I mean, obviously it is 20 years ago from when it was first produced <laughs> and it is a absolute classical track, yeah. but it's, I think it's part of, especially that melody line, yeah. it's kind of entered into that unconscious, sorry, subconscious sound that, mm. that we'll hear um the melody line the vocals it's it's all iconic yeah it's a distinct sound yeah, yeah. as uh, uh, as music wise this um um you know it's it's not jumping on the lounge and going woohee yeah uh, it's uh, the the music it's a, more, a bit more demure than that when would you play this as a dj uh, would this be I, early in the set or maybe uh, both early and set? late yeah. um sometimes i'll comprise a set wholly of this if yeah. um you know if people will say to me hey don't raise the energy level above a certain amount i'll say yeah that's fine you know yeah. it really is um couch vibing music where yeah. it's it's Overall, Deep House is a very interpersonal experience. Yeah. Sure, you can groove to it as a you know as a group of friends, and you yeah. know, people will. Um, but it really is just about sitting there and enjoying the sound. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of overlap really with the, with the lounge uh, music that oh, yeah. uh, was in the in the mid '90s. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but yep. this is more the club version of the lounge music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in some respects. Yeah. 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 Um, now, after the shape shifters, uh, we get onto Paul Johnson. Yes. So a lot of people know Paul Johnson for Get Get Down. Yeah. Um, a very great track. I yeah. did think about playing it. Um, <laughs> Why did you choose that song uh, from Paul Johnson over the... Uh, the yeah, yeah. Hit? So yeah. Um, that track I chose because it's got a disco sample in it and it yeah. still uses those disco melodies yeah. in the track. Um, you can distinctly hear when he removes the melody and focuses on the rhythm yeah. and then puts the melody straight back in. Yeah. Um, in that sense, it's not as free-flowing as disco might be, but it's still got that direct influence from it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and after that, uh, you finish up with Felix the House Kid. Yeah. yeah, so one of my favorite tracks of all time, Tears of Joy. It's what, um, it's kind of what reignited me to get back into DJing after I dropped it maybe yeah. about three or four years ago. Um just a beautiful way to end the set and i think it perfectly illustrates how the melody of disco 
is preserved um, in modern Deep House. Yeah. That being said, it was a really old track. It's 1993, and yeah. it's got a sound that is just as relevant now as it was 25 years ago, which is it, It's remarkable how some of these tracks hold up in the, yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, this has been uh, absolutely wonderful mixes, uh, and uh, I really enjoyed them. Um, uh, and we may hear more from you later on. Uh, thank you very much. We'll see. Thank you. You're listening to Liquid Sunshine with Martin Vlot.
guests finishing up this special edition of Liquid Sunshine with the Rurals there. Um, don't forget to check us out on liquidsunshine.com.au, the special website dedicated to this show. And um, on the website, you'll find links to our Facebook page as well. Uh, it'd be great if uh, all of you listeners uh, liked us on Facebook. Um, until then, um, or until then, I'll be back in two weeks' time. Next week, we've got the wonderful uh, Graham Cameron um, in the Liquid Sunshine Digs, uh, spinning some uh, great tunes, as he always does. Um, but until then, this special community ad- announcement. You're listening to Liquid Sunshine. From Art Sound FM. You're li- listening to Art Sound FM. Ooh. Liquid sunshine.